This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This week on First Date, well, Although, once you get into stand-up, you don't date stand-ups. Oh, really? Well, I say that, but then I mean, you like, see Tom, Tom and Christina. Wife? Yeah, I mean, they're... But they're but like... But they're miserable, right? They're, they're so <laughs> miserable. You can tell. I was looking for you to top my story. I can't. That's I don't know that anybody can top. I mean, honestly, <laughs> sex in public stories? Like, I've never heard a better sex in public story. Uh, but certainly more than boobs. Yeah? But, which is not to say I don't love... Well, get some... off my show. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited to see you tonight. First date, baby. Welcome to another Fabulous. Are you serious? Yeah. I can't talk. I have this effect. Can um, you just do the intro for me? Yeah. Hey, welcome. <laughs> welcome to another fabulous episode of First Date. Uh, your next guest is me, uh, Shazam from Shazam, Thank Chuck you. from Chuck, Flynn Ryder from Tangled. I also wrote a book called Radical Love. It came out last year. Uh, it's all about uh, loving ourselves and others, radically accepting ourselves and others. Zachary Levi's here. Oh, my in God. In studio. And here is your question lo- for me. Fantastic. Thank Great. Let me just, just get into this. Um, wouldn't that be fun? So. <laughs> just interviewing myself. Jesus. It's going to be amazing. I don't even need to be here. No, that's not true. Somebody's got to look hot. <laughs> Thank you. So you, this is I was my... talking about myself, but that's fine. God damn it. Damn it. You know, I will take compliments wherever they may lie. Get them. So this is a menu. I've got appetizer questions. Yeah. And then I have... Main course questions. Yeah, you do. And then some dessert. I knew you knew. Is there any amuse-bouche in there? I have some hors d'oeuvres. All right. I have a few. Okay. Um, Do we need a safe word? Pineapple. Everybody says pineapple. I know. I don't know what it is. Why pineapple? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, listen, in Chuck, pineapple was, it was literally written into the show as our like, a, like our oh, so security you're tra- word. You're trademarking it. It's kind of, but no. Sort but here's of. the thing, though. Even people who never watched Chuck, I mean, pineapple is kind of the weird, random word that everybody Literally. chooses as the safe word. Everyone. I don't know why, but it's kind of great. It's great that all of our minds. It's the collective consciousness, and we all recognize that if anybody just happens to say pineapple in the throes of passion, that must mean something different. Yeah. Unless you really love pineapple. Right. It's a very maybe that's sweet your kink. Fruit. Maybe it is. Yeah, if it's your kink, you shouldn't use pineapple as your safe word. All right. So we got pineapple as a safe word. If I've seen any red flags, I'll throw them out. Green flags too. Sure. Are you ready? Let's go. Start with the apps. Let's see here. <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure? Wait, you mean just in life or like on a date or? This is called first. Yes, I understand. But I mean, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a broad, it's <laughs> a swath of, um, what's my guilty pleasure? Um, in life. What's your guilty pleasure? I mean, I feel like I have many guilty pleasures. I don't know. I don't feel very guilty about my pleasures. <laughs> Is that weird? Is that no. wrong? I don't, yeah, I don't. Like I was saying, I think I have a lot of guilty pleasures, but I really don't because I just enjoy the things that I enjoy and I don't really you feel enjoy pleasure. guilty about them. Yeah. 
So none. I don't have any guilty pleasures. No guilty pleasures. No. Okay. What is something that you feel like you could teach me? Um, I <laughs> I could teach you about a lot of the things I've learned in therapy. <laughs> My childhood trauma? There you go. <laughs> I can teach you all about your childhood trauma. Damn it. It's dark. I bet. I know. That's why we're here right now. That is why we're here right now. Yeah. What do you wear when you go to bed? Nothing. Do you sleep with it cold in the room? I sleep with it, I mean, like, cold-ish. <laughs> like, it should not, well, listen, I mean, you know, again, per our, uh, you know, favorite uh, biohackers like the Andrew Hubermans of the world, um, they say you're supposed to cool your body down a couple uh, degrees in order for your body to really like go into the deepest rest. So I don't know. Like I try to put the AC on, keep it around 72 ish or so, which is still not that cold. I know it's not that cold. Hear me out. But our bodies are, uh, you know, a 98.6 degrees. So if I got it at 72, it's, it's keeping it nice. And I also don't like where, you know, like I've got like just like a, a sheet and like a little blanket. I'm not using a comforter unless it's the winter time. And then I've got a little bit more of a situation. What a program. Yeah, it's a program indeed. What kind of sheets do you have? Do you have like silk sheets, linen, cotton, flannel? Wamsata? I don't know. What? Uh No, isn't that a brand? Or like a, isn't that a, <laughs> isn't there a thing? I'm pretty sure there's a brand called Wam, <laughs> Wamsata. I don't know. I have no idea. They're like cotton sheets, but they're like high thread count, so they feel very silky. Yeah, to probably catch your sweat and the heat of things since you're sleeping with it at 72 degrees. What? What? I'm sorry. Are you living in a fucking igloo? What Absolutely. Are, what, what do you keep it at? 66? Um, if... Probably 65. All right, so I can't stay over is what you're saying. <sighs> I mean, you'd freeze to death. Yeah, probably. You know what? I'll stay over, but I'll just get the comforter out, and I'll sleep with the comforter, and you can like just a, be... Well, like a little... Like um, a cocoon. What do you... What do you bean bag. Like we'll a, bean, a, little, a no, bean bag? Wait, a wait, sleeping what bag? Sleeping bag? <laughs> you know, I have love sacks. Have you ever had a love oh, sack? Yo, ever... I've, oh, I've had a love sack. I've got Let two. Let me tell you. Do you? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. Right there for Why have one when you can have two? Um, are you a cuddler? Yeah, totally. I love I love cuddling, except when, like, just post-coital and things are hot. Like, your body's still, like, post, hot. Post-what? Coital. Post-coital, like, post right after sex. Okay. Post-coital. Come on, nope. stop it. Never heard that. You're playing dumb. I know that that's not real blonde. I know it looks like I do that often. Um, No, like, like, you just, like, you know, if you've built up a lot of body heat from... Yeah doing the nasty like sometimes going right in right into cuddling is not preferable like let the body temp cool down a little bit bring that shit in but if you know i need just a moment i need a moment to breathe and cool down all right we're gonna shift a little bit here since you were shazam on shazam and yeah. you know superheroes so well who do you think would be the worst superhero to date go on a date with um, <laughs> it's a really good question. Um, and one I've never thought of before. Uh, you don't I don't normally know. think about these things. Not, I mean, I think about the superheroes I'd like to be. I don't think about the the superheroes I'd like to date. Um, but I have a feeling like 
the Hulk would probably be a little bit oh. of an issue. It depends on which version, right? So there's def there's the Hulk later in later years that was like he's like refined, like he's kind of he's the he's Bruce Banner and the Hulk kind of in one. Mm-hmm. So he's like he's acting like a normal human being inside, but he's all hulked out. Yeah. But if you remember from the movies, uh, Bruce Banner would turn into Hulk, and Hulk would just lose his shit. Yeah. So I feel like that would be um that would be tenuous. That would be a difficult date to be on. Because like you know, I don't know. All of a sudden, you kind of you're at some place, and the waiter fucks up the order, and he's like, "Hulk smash!" and he just wants to go crazy. <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck!" He does this all the time, and then you're just having to pay for everything. All he the doesn't time. remember it ever. Yeah. And by the end of the whole es, you know, the whole uh, escapade, he's now butt naked because he's ripped through all of his clothes, and now you're <laughs> embarrassed. I don't know. That that would be very difficult. Yeah, I agree. But that would be more difficult for you, not for me, because I'm not dating dudes. That's fun all. fact. Yeah, fun fact. Um, what about a female superhero? Superhero? I can't talk on this podcast. What about today? a female superhero? Um, uh, what a female? I don't know. They're they're all the female superheroes are pretty cool. What about I Wonder think. Woman? Like Wonder she Wonder might kind of like she's she's got to have she's got to be a little arrogant to be called Wonder Woman. But, I mean, Superman's called Superman, and yeah. he is. Humble as the day is long. <laughs> um, and so is Wonder Woman. I think they're great. They're great characters and they're super chill. Um, I don't know. Black Widow, uh, she kind of started as not a hero. She was kind Ooh, of a Catwoman. Catwoman. That, but be, she's more of a villain, though. I'd be allergic. <laughs> so would I. So that would be difficult. I know. Just like sneezing the whole time. Oh, You're like, oh, this feels great, but also, uh, oh, gravity <laughs> like. Zantac? No, what is it? Zer- Zertec. 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 Zantac, I think. It's okay, it's about time you fucked reflux. up a word. Listen, uh, I try not to keep pharmaceutical drugs memorized in my head. <laughs> Big Pharma, look out, guys. Continue. I will move on to main course questions. Mm. What is a deal breaker for you in a relationship? Everything's going well and then this happens. Um... Well, like I need somebody who has their own thoughts and opinions and feelings about, I don't know, everything. Like I need somebody who thinks about shit. I've been in relationships with wonderful girls, but when it comes to unpacking big ideas or even small ideas, you're like, hey, what do you think of that? And they're like, I don't know. What do you think of that? Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> and But 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 there's that's a lot of like... Um, that's a lot of um, um, oh, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, codependency. That's which is not good. You do not want to be in a relationship with someone who's codependent um, because they they really are just kind of taking on all that you are and all that you believe and all that you desire and all that you see, and that just becomes a really kind of fucking boring echo chamber. And I don't want anything to do with that. Also. Anyone who carries themselves in any arrogance whatsoever, like that, that is just not, that's that's not it. Yeah. It's just, it's a huge turnoff. Like I think because that's an immediate indicator that they're actually not confident that they are compensating for that. So, you know, I think, I think those things are pretty big, big red flags, Yeah, you know, but also, I don't know the the codependent thing. Sometimes that takes a minute to figure out. 
But arrogance rears its ugly head almost immediately. It's like how somebody treats a waiter at a restaurant or how they, you know, talk about anybody. I feel like that's always the easiest way to tell how someone's attitude is towards other people is at a restaurant. How do they treat waitstaff? Oh, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Or really just anybody in general, a fucking Uber driver or, you know, um, I don't know, you know, pick your your job, pick your 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 vocation that they're just trying to get through their day and do the best they can. And it's you know what? It's in, it's entitlement. Anyone if I ever meet somebody who just walks with an air of entitlement, I'm like, get the fuck away from me because you clearly don't understand how blessed you are. You clearly don't understand how lucky you are that you are even in the position you're in in life where you're not that person, where you're not the teller at the bank, you're not the Uber driver, you're not the host at the restaurant. Like that you get to be the person on the other side of that, enjoying whatever services they're providing. Yeah. Humble yourself. like For real. Yeah, it's super important. Do you ever get jealous or do you get jealous easily? No, I don't think so. No, because I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to be with anybody who, if I'm with somebody and I'm jealous, it's because I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. So that's a bigger thing. You yeah. Know? Like what's the root of that? Exactly. If they're, if I'm with a girl and she's talking to a guy, like again, not like talking to like, you know, talking to them, like trying to date them, but I don't know. I'm dating a girl and we're at some party and she happens to be chatting up somebody or whatever. It really comes down to, do I trust her? If I trust her, then I know there's nothing in that exchange. If I don't trust her, then I start feeling, oh God, what's going on? Is she talking to him? Because like, you know, but that's just really insecurity on my own part. So I feel like I've done a lot of work on myself. When I was younger, before I had any idea or semblance of who the fuck I was, you know, um, certainly I was in relationships where I felt more threatened or jealous, but I was, it's been a long, long, long time since then. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you think you have a type? Um, do I have a type? I don't know. Are you into boobs or butt? Oh, uh, butt certainly more than boobs. Yeah? But, which is not to say I don't love... Well, get off my show. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But you have a nice both. Thanks. What are you talking about? You haven't even seen my butt. I've been walking towards you the whole time. (laughs) I've been walking towards you, not away from you. How would you know? <laughs> I haven't said bye. First of all, <clears throat> you walked here and here and sat down, and obviously I saw your butt. Also, I've seen your Instagram, so how could I not have seen your butt? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Your ass and tits are all over your Instagram. Um, but uh, but no, like, here's the thing. The re- no, here we are, here we are. You just got me huge hits on my Instagram page, by the way. Thank yeah, you. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> Check out this fucking hoe's Instagram, guys. Unbelievable. <laughs> TNA for days. <laughs> Clickbait. Um, no, listen. The the reason. <laughs> Star that moment. The reason. <laughs> the reason That's also why. Red flag. Red flag. The reason why. 
By the way, it is a little bit of a red flag. Um, <laughs> just saying, thirst trappy. Um, the reason why I, in that, if given the choice between butt and boobs, the reason why I will lean toward butt is because I think that butt is, more often than not, is something that is not just like a given genetic blessing. And it's more of an indication that a girl takes care of herself, that she works out, that she's healthy, that she's fit, right? You can have a very nice set of boobs that God gave you and you did nothing to earn and or a doctor gave you and you paid for them. So, but either way, it's not that I don't appreciate them because I do, <laughs> but if you're giving me the one or the other, I'm going to go with butt. Yeah, I grew mine. There you go. Not that you care, but I just, you know, fun fact. You, I've had some really nice girls ask me like, where did you get your boobs done? And it's always such a fun compliment because I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, I grew by myself. As a matter of fact, <laughs> homegrown. <laughs> <laughs> On the farm. Um, so you've dated a comedian in Miss Maisel. Would you ever date a comic in real life? Are you asking me out? You're on my show. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, of course. I, I'm trying to think if I've dated a comedian before. Um, oh, listen, I'm definitely not opposed to it, even though you guys are super fucked up. Um, <laughs> talk about darkness. Um, uh, no, listen, I'm a massive fan of stand-up comedy. In fact, I've done stand-up uh, before, about 20 years ago. Um, when I first started in Hollywood, I was working on a show, and um, some of the, one of the other actors on the show was a stand-up, and they really believed in me, and they were, and they basically kidnapped me one night. They 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 said you should work on like five minutes, like five to ten minutes, and I was like okay. And then they kidnapped me and took me to Irvine to some like random open mic, and then I started doing comedy for about a year. And I was it was like it was it was always good. It was never great. I never bombed. And I and because I never fully bombed, I got to like after doing I don't know like a dozen or not even a dozen, probably half a dozen like you know appearances over that the course of that six months to a year. I was like, all right, I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. But the truth is, I was terrified of bombing, and also I was 22 years old, and I just had I didn't have enough like life experience to really have a point of view. I didn't like what do you comedy is only as to me it's only as good as that comic's ability to see real life and comment on it in their specific funny way, right? Yeah. And I did not have enough life experience. And I knew it. I knew it at that time. So uh, I say all that to say, I'll probably get back into stand-up at some point, which means it would be very uh, <laughs> hypocritical of me to be like, no, nah, I'm not going to date a comic. <laughs> um, well, although, once you get into stand-up, you don't date stand-ups. Oh, really? I mean, Ever? well, I say that, but then I mean, you like, see Tom, Tom and, and Christina. Wife? Yeah, I mean, they're... But they're but like, they're miserable, right? They're they're so <laughs> miserable. You can tell. No, uh, no, they're wonderful. They're both fucking hysterical and successful, and you know, building a whole empire together. So like, I don't know. I don't. I I I do not discriminate just because somebody's a comic. Yeah. It really does come down to what is their soul about, like you know. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about open relationships? Do you think they work? I don't know. I don't know. I, I I've never I've never been in an open relationship. I here's the thing. <laughs> now more than ever, holy crap! I, I I mean, Austin, L.A., New York. It's like polyamory's everywhere. Everyone wants to be in an open relationship. Um, and I have friends who are in them, who are stoked, who think this is the way. And I have friends that have been in them, and it was one of the most miserable experiences of their life. I don't know. Again, it's this 
it just kind of depends on how you, what lens you're looking through and what it is you're trying, I think, what, what life you're trying to go and live in, yeah. in your life, you know? Have you um, ever had sex in public? Like in a crazy public place? Public could be outdoors, back of a truck. I've had sex at Disneyland. What? Please explain. I, but I just did that so you felt comfortable. Oh, no, I need to hear the story. Listen, I've had sex on a beach. And more than just a drink. Um, so I guess that's public. Sex but it was on like, a beach with the sand didn't get in your way? I mean. You had a big beach towel? Um, we had a big towel. Like on a cabana? No cabana, no. It was just like straight up on the beach. Um, there was definitely a little chafing involved. Um, <laughs> uh, in a car. Um, high school? Yeah, or just out of high school. Yeah, I, I feel like everyone did that. Yeah, that was your yeah, safe space. Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie, I always, I always had a dream of having sex on the People Mover in Disneyland. That's, I, I, that's, I, I was like, that would be a lot of fun. I had sex on Pirates of the Caribbean. Stop it! Stop it! I did. I didn't, th- but I was so naive at the time. How old were you? Like eight. No. <laughs> not eighteen or nineteen. Yo ho! Yo like, ho! <laughs> A pirate's life for this bitch. That's yeah, what's up. I swabbed the deck. Uh, yes, you did. I Wait, did. hold on. Wait, I got to know all these details. You were 18 years old. 18 or 19. 18 or 19. Yeah. You're at Disneyland, Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. At what point in the ride did you guys initiate? Well, we had ridden the ride earlier that day. Okay. And we were like. And looking for cameras. Nervous. By the way, I, this is also how I lost my virginity. This? <laughs> what? You lost your virginity on Pirates of the Caribbean? Shazam! Come on! Hold I on just... a so you wrote it earlier in the day. Were you guys like looking for cameras to make sure that nobody no, could see you? No, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even think that there were going to be cameras. I thought that this was like, because I wanted to go out with a bang, you know? And Clearly. I, you mean go in with a bang. You're not going out. This is number one. This was this the first. had to be yeah. a special moment for Okay. Me. So um, I... Get on this ride. We go all the way around the thing and we get off. And I'm like, you know, I think that that is like where we should do it. (laughs) I love that like other girls are thinking like in a park on a blanket with a picnic and all of these romantic gestures. You're like, I want fucking skeletons. I'm on a boat (laughs) with skeletons with swords driven through them. Um, okay, so so you get back on the ride. So then we go back later that night at like 8.30. We get back on the ride. Right. We get our own boat. Okay. Because, you know, they have all the little... Yeah, like, yeah. You, go, so yeah, yeah. you got your own boat because there were very few people going on the ride. That's right. Okay. End of the night. <laughs> so we go on the boat. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. And then Where I, in the boat were you sitting? The back, the, the front? Back. In the back. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And the boat starts going, and I just unbutton my shorts, and I sat on his lap. For like the whole ride. Uh, 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 reverse cowgirl? Well, it was reverse cowgirl. Okay, okay, okay. And then the... the <laughs> oh my God, this is insane. Somewhere out in the world is a videotape of this. Maybe. I don't know. They probably deleted it. Oh, or they took it point. home with them and it's they're part of their personal spank bank. Who oh knows? God. Um, wait, so at, so so you guys have sex and at what point... So you, did you like initiate like right out, of the go, right out of the go? Oh, so as soon as it went into like the first little cave turn the corner that no one could see us okay so so you go down the first hill and the then, skeleton's talking to you oh yeah, who go beyond here you're like yeah, yeah 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 unzipping like, your pants yeah yeah totally yeah. skeleton face and then you go down the hill and now you're in the cave and then you immediately jump up on his lap yeah and then how long does it last oh like the whole time 
Like until the thing ends. Wait, 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 wait. Like all the way till the, the end. there's a whole other drop in that ride. Well, I mean, there's also a restaurant. Well, no, what, no, that, <laughs> you, no, you were past the restaurant. The restaurant's only in the beginning. The Blue Bayou. That's in the very beginning. You get on the boat. You trust me. I love me some D Land. Uh, although I um, haven't been, I have been banned from Disneyland. Clearly not for this. What so did you get banned I, for? I got banned for this. I haven't gone back. Wait, 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 wait. So they knew you guys did it? We got caught. What? So what? the ride ends, and as our boat docks, there's a cleanup crew. And the guy's holding a mop, another guy's holding Windex and paper towels. And oh my they God. made me clean the boat. And then they took me into Disney prison. Disney jail. Disney jail. You went to Disney jail. And they for took my picture. Of the Caribbean. And you've been banned ever since. And I'm banned from Disneyland. Oh my God. That's so sad. <laughs> it's the happiest place on earth. Yeah. It's now the only place I can't go on earth. Uh, can you go to Disney World or is it like oh, a sure worldwide ban? You've never even tried. I haven't, I haven't. I mean, they might have. It might be like a. There, there might be a mugshot of you, eighteen-year-old you. Like, look out for this bitch. You, <laughs> don't let her in this park either. You could try a to go to like Tokyo Disney, and they're like, no, 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 sorry, no. We know what you did. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive and also sad. Well, I was looking for you to top my story. I can't. That's. I don't know that anybody can top. I mean, honestly, <laughs> sex in public stories. Like I've never heard a better sex in public story. Well, then, hey, that's a compliment. I'll take it. There you go. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll ask you one more of my main course questions. Uh, do you? We're almost done with the main course. Jeez, Louise. I know. This right. is only a thirty-minute podcast. Is it really? I know. Chug your coffee. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, how? If let's say that your significant other is gaining weight. How do you tell them they're getting fat? Um, delicately? Um, no, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would just be like, I, you know, well, first and foremost, I think what I would try to do is just be, I don't know, conscientious of where they're at in their life and if they're going through stuff and, you know, like. You're so loving. Isn't that what we're all supposed to be? Yeah. If we're all that more, the world would be a lot better, I think. Um, which is also not to say that sometimes we don't need to throw some smack down because some people are just, you know, needing yeah. a good smack. But to me, that's hopefully an extension of love. Like, hey, wake the fuck up. You're being an asshole, you know? But also, you're still deserving of love. But sometimes you need to get smacked. Like, like you know, as a kid, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that... I know that there's a lot of like more new age kind of concepts about spanking your kids or not spanking your kids or whatever. Listen, as a kid, I fucking hated it. Obviously, my mom broke multiple wooden spoons on my ass. But in hindsight, I'm grateful for it because it actually kept me from doing some stupid shit that a kid doesn't understand. In that same vein, I think sometimes we need to course correct people, but it should still always be done in love. When it comes to a significant other I don't know, letting themselves go and not taking care of themselves. I think that's where you need to, you need to start there. You need to go and be like, Hey, are you loving yourself? It does. It doesn't seem if, if in fact they were, they were healthy and happy and fit and whatever they were before. And now they're not, there's a root thing in there. And so just, you know, coming at somebody and be like, yeah, you're fat. Like, obviously that's not going to help yeah. the situation, you know? So you got to come into it from more of a place of empathy and being like, Hey, but also, 
if you're with somebody, why are you waiting until they've like fully let themselves go? Why don't you, you should both be in each other's lives on a regular basis and encouraging each other to be healthy. So I, I would hope that I'm not even getting to that place where it's like, hey, yo, <laughs> what answer. happened? You yeah. know what I mean? Yikes. You yeah. just wake up one morning and you're like, mm. Yeah. Um, would you consider yourself romantic? Oh, yeah. Very. So my dessert question for you. What is the sweetest thing you've ever done for a partner? What's the sweetest thing? Just been there. Um, <laughs> I'm the best. So me just showing up is sweet enough. Um, I don't know. What is the sweetest thing I've done for somebody? Um, that's a really good question. I mean, the truth is, I'm not. I I I haven't really been in that many relationships. Like, I'm, really? No, no. What's the longest relationship you've ever been in? Like off and on for five years, but it was off and on. How do you know when a relationship is over? Are they ever? Um, no, I don't know. It's it, well. I mean, look clearly. There are things that are the ends of relationships. Like if somebody cheats on somebody, or. Um, is you know clearly has clearly lost their mind or is abusive or something like that which for some people is still not an indicator enough because people stay in abusive relationships um but listen way back in the day i was a hopeless romantic i would surprise my girlfriends with flowers and presents and you know show up at work at their work and stuff but that's a red flag. It's a red, yeah, it was, it was, no, no, seriously, it was, I was love bombing them and I didn't realize that I was, and I was love bombing them because I didn't love myself and I didn't realize that I needed their love. And so I was trying to be what I was hoping they would be for me. But also, I don't think I even really understood what love was until about six years ago when I had a complete mental breakdown, which is why I wrote my book. I mean, that, that was, the, the book is all about me having a, I literally moved to Austin six years ago with all these big dreams of building this movie studio, living community, bought all this land out east of town and, uh, and had a total mental breakdown and didn't realize that I basically had been going for 37 years of life and I didn't even know what it meant to love myself. So all of the love that I thought that I felt for all of these girls in the past, certainly some of that was real love, but a lot of that was a deep insecurity or desire to be loved. And so I think a lot of people do that. And in, 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 in an attempt to try to feel loved ourselves, we will go and love bomb. We will go and give all this love to somebody because we're trying to somehow instigate the reciprocity of that. Um, and so I did that a lot when I was younger. And it, shocker, didn't work. Yeah. At like, my, you know, I, I would date a girl for like four months and they're like, deuces. <laughs> like, can't, can't handle it. And it would devastate me. I'd be so wrecked. Um, but I knew deep down, like I've always been somebody who deeply loves. Like I, I, I know, like one of my purposes on this earth is to go and love people, like legitimately. So what's the difference between how you used to love and how you love now? What? Well, I, I think, I think what, what it means to love now is it has to start with you. You have got to love yourself first. Otherwise, well, otherwise you're, 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 it's a, it's a, a semblance of it's a it's a a version of love but you don't it doesn't have healthy boundaries in it and healthy boundaries are absolutely necessary to love someone in a healthy way 
So what I what love feels like now is far less of this romantic, like, oh my God, you know, that kind of thing. Although I don't know. I mean, maybe I just haven't met that. I've been still trying to wait. I mean, I don't know. I would love to find whoever my ride or die is. I don't know. I don't know. A big booty bitch. Big booty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Thick with three C's, y'all. Like, what are we even talking about? Um, But yeah, and, and I think that when I do, then there'll definitely be a much more of like a, I want to, more of an inclination to want to go and kind of be that extra romantic or not love bomb, but you know, like do, do things similar ish or whatever. Um, but they will be much more measured and much more, I don't know, rational, (laughs) much more adults, much more, um, not acting out of my own insecurity or need for love, but rather simply like, I just fucking love this girl. I just love her. And I, want to be able to be there for her and show up for her and and vice versa, you know? Yeah. Um, so let's recap your red flags. <laughs> <laughs> Entitlement, <laughs> arrogance, uh, unawareness. That's another one. I think pe- people that are just like unaware, I, 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 I can't, I can't handle. Um, but I think that also kind of comes, goes along with entitlement. People who are entitled don't feel like they need to be aware of other people's needs or what's going on. Yeah. Um, also, if you don't have a sense of humor, out um what else um i don't know like those things yeah yeah and what do you think your red flags are like what people need to look out for in me yeah (laughs) oh um i don't know they're all a little maroon really um (laughs) shades of shades of pink like a hot pink hot pink flag you shout out whores instagrams yeah Is that a red flag? I feel like I'm doing the world a service. That's a service. I'm telling everybody, look out for fucking yo hoes over here. Look out. Um, if if yo bitch been banned from Disneyland, you know you got a problem. Um, uh, no, I don't know. What are my red flags? Um, listen, I'm still definitely working on me. For, yeah. No doubt. Which no is doubt. a green flag. That's Which like is, such yeah, a positive it's a, it's, thing. Yeah, it's a green flag. Um, I, I probably my, my the biggest red red flag for me is that I am never in one place longer than a couple of weeks right now. Like my life has me bouncing around and traveling everywhere, and that's very difficult to like. Even if you find somebody who's great, how do you then consistently woo them, date them, have a yeah. norm, any kind of normalcy at all? I mean, that's part of the reason why I wanted to build a movie studio in my backyard because I'm so sick of getting shipped all over the world to go do these jobs. And every time I do, it's like you know, peace. See you when I see you. Yeah. Like it, it, it's not healthy. It's not good. You can't, not only can you not build a relationship with someone special, you can't build a community. So I don't know. So yeah, a red flag. If, you know, <laughs> if a girl's looking at me, it's like, hey, I'm not going to be around much long. You know, it's. it's you like, sound a lot more positive than negative. I hope so. I'd have you back on a second date. I like that. Definitely. All right. Um, we'll check out your book. Is there, where can people find you? At Zachary Levi on Instagram and on Twitter. I have no other social media. Thank you for coming on my show. Thanks. I had a great first date. We'll see you next time. First date, baby. Are you really drinking a glass of milk with dinner? First date, I can't wait. You told your mom about me? Just say you're ready. Delete my number.